Welcome, everybody, to the Lead Like a Boss podcast. I've got a special guest today, Monica Soror. She is your money coach. She has been working with small and medium-sized businesses and individuals, helping them to get their money matters under control. And I can tell you firsthand, she's worked with me a little bit, and she really knows her stuff. Monica, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you so much, George, for the invitation. I'm quite excited to have this talk with you today. So Monica, tell me, how on earth did you get into this? I know you've got a heck of a background um, in the in the tourism industry. What got you into doing this? Um, listen, I had friends that were in such wealth and uh, unfortunately became um, victims of debt and and they were in such a bad position that a, a couple of my friends actually committed suicide and i said no i actually have to help i in fact was horrible with money my mother and my brother are that leading force behind me doing this and i honestly wanted to help people i really want to help people wow i don't know how many times i've heard entrepreneurs say that they got into a business because they they were themselves the one who needed the service that they were that they were offering to others. That's amazing. I love that. All right. So talk to me. How do how do you help people? How do you get people to improve their relationship and and their their working knowledge of their finances? So you know, it, it's um, I had a conversation with a, a client now that's actually a small business owner, and we always go back to the personal side and. If we have an understanding of what's going on in our personal finances, then we can excel in the business. But the debt or the money problems aren't the issue. Those are just the symptoms of the actual situation. Why am I spending so much money? Where is my money going? How much am I making? Do I have a plan? I believe every business person needs a business plan. Now, I'm not talking a 60 page business plan, but something to keep me on track. I need to be on track that I have a small business that I have a big business and, and don't be fooled. Those big, huge companies all have business plans. We do budgeting every month. So we should do the same with a small business. Same thing that you would do at home. So yeah, you're right. I got married and I was $75,000 in debt. Um, and it's an addiction. I'm, I do my budget every single month. Cause if I didn't, I would be in debt. So I always have to keep myself on it. I can spend $50,000 in three minutes. Like it's, it's a high it really i don't even need this thing so i really understand like i don't need it i understand people tell me they hide things under their bed so with business though it's even more important more important but what would you say is one of the the key things that you need to get your client to to do or to think differently about that gets them, you know, to the next level that, that makes them go from being unaware of the problem and unable to deal with it to saying, Oh, now I understand. And I've got to move forward. Well, you, you know, this, I've spoken to you about this as well is, um, the client needs to be ready. I want so much more than the clients, but if the client does not show up for themselves, it's not that they're not showing up for me. Once the client in their head says, I'm ready and I want to make a change because I'm tired of feeling like this all the time, then the process works. And it does take from four to six months. If you remortgage your home and get all the money back from your debt or whatever the situation, that's cheating. Because within six months, you'll get back into debt. So we really need to learn 
If I have $5, I can only spend $5. And where is my money going to come from? If I want clients, who's my niche? Where is that money going to come from and how much it's going to cost? We need to know these things. Mm. This is what lets you have sweet dreams at the end of the day. We're in business because we don't want to be stressed. We want to have a certain excitement, but not the stress of money. And it's important to have a plan. And it's interesting that you, you use the word excitement and stress. I think a lot of entrepreneurs get addicted to the, the, the anxiety and the stress. And I think they forget that it's supposed to be about excitement. It's supposed to be excitement of, for achievement, not stress of potential failure every five minutes or every quarter or, or whatever the case may be. So I, I see your point. I, I, I get that. Wow. You don't, you know, we don't want to, you know, like Warren Buffett says, if you offer a service, you'll be working for the rest of your life. Mm. If you offer a value, you'll make money when you sleep. And what we need to remember is again, you know, that whole cliche, if you do something you like, it's like, you're never working a day in your life, but people think, well, no, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. That's not true. I'm like, no, that's the opposite. Take control and you decide. We are the ones that allow people to abuse us as owners and we need to be good to ourselves. Mm. So we need to go back and say, why am I doing this? Because I want to give this person a better life than I had or a better chance. So it's so important that we step back and say, well, why am I doing this? And always remind ourselves every day, why am I doing this? And it okay. is exciting. Yeah, 100%. All right, so let's say I'm an entrepreneur and I'm, I'm, my financial situation is completely out of control and, and I'm ready, I'm ready. And you, you get that I'm ready. So what's the first step? What do you do? How do you get them from where they are to a place where they're in control? Well, the first thing I do ask though, is even if they're coming for business, because most of the time I do personal, um, it's personal and the PME is, is I, I want to know where they are personally. And if they say, I don't even know where I am personally, well, we need to start there. So, you know, you're not going to put me on a motorcycle before I go and you know, learn how to ride a bike. So I really, really go through personal and say, okay, what do you think you're spending versus what you are? And sometimes after we do this for one or two months, the business side just starts to happen. It starts to work because what they're doing in personal, we are putting it in effect and in use in the business. And they are excited. Like I have clients that tell me, Monica, I'm ex actually excited to open the mail and I don't just pile it underneath my mats. I'm actually happy to pay my bills. I'm happy because I know how much money I'm making and I know where to go get the money. And that's the, that's the tool that's amazing. I get so excited. So, you know, that. So I'm hearing, I'm hearing something kind of like the way we hear people who are challenged with, with um, their diets, you know, the doctor or the, the, the technician will say, okay, here, Keep a diary, keep a food diary and write down all the food that you're, you're, eat, you're eating. Is, is, this, is this what you're talking about? Is this the same thing? Well, listen, if I ask you to keep a food diary and say, hey, George, what did you eat last month? I don't know what I had for breakfast. Same kind of thing. You do need to get that habit of, because people think that only people that are poor have a budget. It's actually the opposite. If you're rich, it's because you have a budget and you do your budget for the rest of your life. So if you... And I tell people, look at your phone every day. They're like, every day, Monica's going to take forever. I said, you're not McDonald's. You don't have 5 million transactions a day. You have one or two. But then you'll start to be a surprise and go, oh, what was that? I know what that was. And knowledge is the most, I'm getting goosebumps. Knowledge is the most important tool 
When you know where everything's going, then you can make a decision. But if somebody else is doing your money for you and somebody else is doing this and somebody else is this, you're just going on what everybody's telling you. Mm. And you need to know, it's not going to take you more time, but now you'll be able to answer the questions right away. Hey boss, can I do this? Uh, yeah, actually that's a great idea because I know what my return on investment will be. Ah, so speak to me a little bit about that other, the flip side, because I know you from the money management part, but you talk about knowing how to get more money. And that's something that we haven't really ever discussed before. So talk to me a little bit about that. Meaning that I, as soon as the clients work with me, they feel that they got a raise. <laughs> well, there's that, but you said something about, well, knowing where, how to get more money, like knowing where your clients are, knowing how to yes. get more clients. Like that was a piece that we hadn't talked before about. I mean, it's a little bit about, I am not a marketing expert. I am not a lawyer. I'm not this. And I, I actually speak to all those people and get little bits and pieces. However, I don't sell, but honestly, when you know where your money is coming, you can go get more. And it's like mm. somebody in marketing said, if you have $10,000, $10,000 and you need to reach your niche, but if you're trying to reach a million people, they're not even, they're not even going to see you. But if you have $10,000 to reach 10,000 people, they're going to see you and making more money from your money is, is the goal. You know, we want to make sure we get to the right financial advisors. And, you know, I have clients that leave money in envelopes under the mattress and they really do. So when we talk about making money, it's also that way. But understanding where my money's going, looking at our bills. Am I getting charged for these things that make no sense? People don't look at their bills anymore. Mm. When I was at a dental office, we were getting charged for gas and I was getting charged too. How come I didn't use these two? I didn't get these two items. But if I wouldn't have checked, nobody else would have seen it. So it's really to ensure that our employees are really, really doing. So we do a check on them every once in a while, give them training. They're part of the business and they're the reasons that the business grows. It's a little combination of all of that. That's a really good point. Giving employees financial literacy and helping them understand the numbers in a corporation is, is such an important thing. I seem to just remember reading uh, a big part of that in um, the latest book by Reed Hastings about Netflix and how they, they operate and they provide their employees a lot of uh, financial data. They completely have transparent books and they actually teach employees or they offer them education on how to understand what they're looking at. And I think that's great. It is. I have a client who hired me about a month ago and he's given me two months. All his employees have me for two months to teach them about their finances. So I see all of their finances. And he said, once I started with them, they were so much more attuned with his money. So, you know, even supplies, you know, people think, well, I'm entitled to get a pen. I've worked in hotels. <laughs> Some of my employees had their whole houses, you know, supplied by the hotel. But when we teach them, this is what this costs. This is what I make. They're like, oh, really? And when I taught them how to do their own money, they were so much better with the client's money. It was a no brainer for him to spend $10,000 on me. For example, his return on investment was hundreds, hundreds. Yeah, that's great. I love that. I think it's a very practical example that, that all entrepreneurs, whether you're a three man, four man show, or you've got 25 or a hundred people, that knowledge, that, that sensitivity to finance and what's involved in it, I think is really, really crucial. It, well, it, it's important because employees see the front line. I was at a dentist, he, drived a, he drove a Porsche. People will say, well, he drives a Porsche. It's because he charges so much. I'm like, guys, 
there's the rent, there's the pay, there's the building, there's the licenses. At the end, there really isn't much left, but why are you in business? To make a profit. He took the chances and he did that. And yes, you want to be as transparent as you can, but there's a reason that you're the one that's the owner of the business. And by giving your employees this gift, it makes you even higher in their eyes saying, wow, I got something back for me. Yeah, no, I, I think it's I think it's amazing. All right, so we've got the understanding that, you know, an, an entrepreneur needs to be ready or a person, an individual needs to be ready to face their finances and, and become literate and understand their finances. Now, someone's on track. You've got them sort of, you know, on track and they're moving in the right direction. How do you keep them on the right direction? How do you keep them from falling off the wagon, so to speak? So spending money is a drug. It's just a drug, just like it's an addiction, just like, you know, uh, smoking and drinking. Um, and, you know, you go to those AA meetings Well, you go to Monica meetings. And after they're with me for six months, we still have a shared document. Um, so, so, I mean, I've told you this, I'm in the process of making my own app. Um, oh, I don't believe in the apps before because the client needs to do the homework. But after six months, they can get on the app and I still can see everything on the back. And I, hey, what's going on? Do you need some help? If they need help from me, they just have to do ads and write my name and I'll get a notice. So all my clients for the last two years, I still see what's going on. I see wow. everything. So, you know, I give amazing, I'm always the person that's going to praise them. I, I believe in them. And when sometimes they don't believe in themselves, I do. And that helps them as well. So I'm always there. It's, it's so important that, you know, you understand the problem from an insider's point of view. And that's, it's so much easier to get assistance and, and, and advice and mentorship from someone who's been there, right? Rather than than someone who's like speaking to you from on high, right? You know, kind of like the whole AA principle. And, and from what I understand, AA is one of the the most successful um, tools out there for helping addicts to overcome, you know, their addiction. So I think I think the sponsors are addict. They used to be addicts before as well. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the reason people are coming to me is either they're at their wits' end, and it's before they lose a home, which I hope it's not too late. But if they could have done it on their own, they would have. Listen, mm. I'm a big girl. I know what I'm supposed to eat. I can sit, watch, you know, all these exercise shows going, oh my God, yes. And I'm not going to do anything different today than I'm going to do tomorrow. Yeah. But when I see a client is not entering the data, yeah, I fell off the wagon. It doesn't matter. Let's get back on. I don't care about the past. Let's get back on and let's see where we're going to be tomorrow. So give me a, I know you have to maintain a lot of confidentiality, obviously in, in your field. But can you give me a, um, a success story that you can think of off the top of your head uh, where the work that you've done turned it around for them? Well, um, I think I said this in my last, uh, one of my last presentations also, I have a client that came to me and um, she said that the only way she can get out of debt would be by her parents passing away. Ooh. And I thought, I thought she was talking about bankruptcy. And a year later, she tells me that every day she's happy She's so happy to look at bills. Her taxes have been paid up to date. She was three years behind. She had $180,000 of debt and now down to 75. But wow. she's still sticking with me and I'm telling her, you're okay to go on your own. No, no, just at least once a month because at least they have that accountability. Yeah. But that was huge. And he didn't, she didn't want to come to me at the beginning. I think somebody referred her three, four months before and just was so hesitant and says, I'm at my wits end now. I need to help you. You need to help me. 
Wow. And yes, it, it costs money. However, it's an investment in, you know, the little investment they're going to make with me for the six months is going to stay with them for the rest of their lives. Unlike therapy. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's true. But you know, I give them the tools. Um, I, I, I teach them to fish. I don't do the work for them. That's why those sites are great, but they do the work for you. I have a CEO that said, can my secretary do this? I said, unfortunately not. But why can't I just use those apps? I said, well, because if that would have worked, you would have done it before. Yeah. And so when it goes away, you'll, you'll go back to the same old habits, right? You just won't upload your stuff. That's why we need it. We're not, you know, we're perfect in every other things that we could do. We just need a little assistance. And it's just to give them that accountability and keep going, keep going. That's amazing. Well, I know you've helped a lot of people and I know you do it out of, out of the goodness of your heart. And of course, because of the shared pain, you understand the pain because you've experienced the pain. So I, I, I really see that. Talk to me about what's, what's next. What's, what's a project that you're working on? Um, what's got you fired up lately? Well, I'm really, I was going to show you this, but I'm really, really, I do a program with children, which is the give, save, spend program. Oh, cool. So for parents, I tell them, you don't even have to buy this. I tell them you get three jars, mason jars, let the kids decorate it. But I'm trying to get into the school board because my kids are starting to understand it. My kids are in grade six and grade five. They wanted to do a business. I told them to do a business plan. But the kids, for example, my, I'm at Lester B. Pearson. I want to teach the grade nine, the 10, the 11. As soon as they start to get a job, I teach them and their parents because as parents, we want to give our kids everything, but we're hurting our kids by doing that. Yeah. So I'm really trying to get into the school board and teach some kids and say, listen, you're getting this amount of money. You put this amount of money in for the next four years and don't touch it. By the time you're 65, you can have $2 million. I mean, depending on what's going on, but it's amazing. Yeah. 50 years from now, $2.8 million won't make a difference, but at least there'll be that one more advanced. So yeah. I'm really trying to educate not only the children, it's actually the parents. Because the parents are, oh, my, my daughter, I have to pay her car. I, have to pay. I said, no, stop doing it. If they can't drive, they're going to learn that that money they took for the restaurant or the shoes, they're going to put on their gas. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's fabulous. Well, we wish you luck in getting that going. How do people who want to get in touch with you do so, Monica? What's the best way for them to reach out to you? So I am on Instagram and um, Facebook. On Facebook, I'm Monica underscore budget coach. And on Instagram, I am uh, Monica money and budget coach. Or All right, excellent. Or vice versa. But I'll we'll give you the links. Up. Yeah, yeah, we'll look them up and the, the links will be in the title and also in the show notes. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. I think what you're doing is so important. Everyone can benefit from it. And uh, I look forward to seeing those boxes in those schools. Excellent. Thank you so much, George. And if you ever need me again, I'm more than happy to be around. I love it. Thank you. All right. Thank you.